0: Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 50. We're going to continue on our um, trek through the 14 steps of process safety management, or I should say 14 areas, not, not really steps. In today's episode, we're going to talk about contractor responsibilities. So in this one, of course, obviously there's the contractor, which you bring onto your facility. And then you, the employer, of course, you have to exchange info, you have to... Ensure they know just like they, of course, are, are brought onto your property for a typically specialty items that you, a company does not have a core competency at then. So let's go ahead and uh, just get right. Process safety management covered under 29 CFR 1910.119. So in this section of contractor responsibilities, it says, um, It uh, applies to contractors performing maintenance, turnaround, major renovation, specialty work on or adjacent to covered processes. So basically, if they're coming on your site and you have a PSM process, you're probably going to have to treat them as a contractor coming on. Just because the sites are... um, When they have to do maintenance, they're all over the place, they're doing some renovations, any specialty work, all that stuff. And this talks about contractors who are going to be doing the actual work, of course, too. So it just does not apply to people who are doing support services. So there are also contractors doing support type services. When you think about like janitorial, food and drink, laundry service, or a delivery service so they're they're bringing in chemicals they're leaving they're you know they're delivering something to the facility so let's go on to the next slide here so let's get into the employer responsibilities then so the first thing that the employer you who are trying to find the contractor to bring on you're going to Select and evaluate the contractor safety performance. This is typically done through a number of uh, questionnaires. You're gonna ask about the incident rate, uh, send me your lockout tag out, your confined space, you know, your EMR, we wanna look at your insurance, do you do drug and testing alcohol for people? Uh, just some way, shape or form that you can sit down and say, yes, I have evaluated this contractor And I'm ready to bring them on site then. So one of the things that I found over the years is that at times I've only been able to find one contractor who would come on and do the work. And it doesn't mean that they even had a bad safety record. It just means that typically you have to spend more time to really supervise only one. Because if if you can't find a lot of people to choose from, you're basically stuck with anybody that you can find. so a lot of times you just have to spend more time with that contractor to really make sure that they really got it down good then so also as part of employer responsibilities you have to inform the contractor of any known potential fire explosion or toxic release hazards the site's emergency action plan obviously if there's a a bell a siren a gas leak they have to know where to go You, of course, the employer also has to have a way that you can account for them, too. You have to give the fire department and everybody a heads up and say either everybody is accounted for or we are missing the following people and they are likely in the following places. That really helps them to get started then. So the employer shall develop and implement safe work practices. When we think about things like lockout-tagout, confined space, all that good stuff, along with controlling the entrance, presence, and exit of contract employees, which means that you are in, in charge of them. If five come onto the property, five need to leave the property. You also, of course, need to stop them if they should not be going to an area of the facility that they have not been trained, they have not been given um, the tour, they've not got the new hire, they've not got the hazard, you know, all that good stuff then. So the employer shall maintain a contract employee injury and, and illness log. So when they come onto your site for a week or two weeks or a month, if there's a accident, of course, you have to keep a log on them as uh, well as part of the process safety management. Let's go on to the next slide here. Let's look at the contractors responsibilities and they're really darn close to the to the employers and that was done on purpose because they they uh, OSHA of course not they but OSHA wants you to share the information so that everybody is making really good informed decisions out there and not anyone's doing anything they want just to hurry up and get it done then so when we talk about contractors responsibilities the contract and the contract employer shall ensure that each contract employee is trained in the work practices necessary to perform their their job the contractors have to also train their people in things like lockout tag out confined space and all that stuff too they should not be showing up to your site and this is the first time they've ever heard about this lockout tag out and confined space and you know so the contractor is also responsible for making sure they have their people trained when they bring them to your site. Moving on, the contract employer shall ensure each contract employee is instructed in known potential fire explosion and toxic release hazards and the site's emergency action plan. So what they're saying it is basically just like we talked about on the previous slide the contractor before they do the work It's supposed to make sure that they know exactly the potential fire, explosion, and toxic release along with the site's emergency action plan. I know time is money, but you have to have a way that you're communicating the hazards to people. And, of course, that goes both ways, too. Um, When you hire a contractor, you expect them to do the work. You don't expect them to show up and say, hey, thanks a lot for getting me here but I'm not ready to do any work. So we'll do what we can. We'll be back in a few days. I mean, so everybody really needs to com- to communicate well in this whole thing. The contract employer shall document training. And of course that's training for their own people along with when you go to uh, site X, you should you should literally have a checklist and say yes they went over the hazards yes they went over fire yes they went over the lockout tagout they went over the confined space they went over all that stuff. The contract employer shall ensure each employee follows the site's safety rules. Really comes down to whoever is in charge of, of on that contractor crew they they need to be in charge to go back. And make sure that their people are following the site's safety rules. So in an ideal world, you would never have to really s- supervise anybody. But we know that people have big hearts. They're doing the best job they can. But that also means that they have to be supervised to make sure that they're, they're following the site's rules out there. And that is it for Episode 50, Contractor Responsibilities for Process Safety Management. My name is Dr. David Ayers. Thank you for joining me and have a safe day.